Okay. Welcome to this episode of Litigation Briefs, Media Shorts on Law and Courts. I'm Scott Dodson, a distinguished professor of law at UC Hastings College of the Law and the director of the Center for Litigation and Courts, which produces this series. A previous episode of Litigation Briefs contested the derogatory image of personal injury lawyers. But what about defense lawyers, especially those who represent soulless corporations whose industries usually have the word big in front of them, big pharma, big tobacco. How is representing those kinds of companies, especially by defending suits brought by the little guy? And is that work to take pride in? Here to help me with these questions is my guest, Marcy Fitzsimmons, a partner in the labor and employment group of Gordon and Reese Scully Mansukani in San Francisco. Marcy, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Tell me a bit about your practice. Well, I want to just say one thing to start out, which is I don't actually represent only big companies. I represent a range of different size employers from small nonprofit organizations to educational institutions. And yes, some big Fortune 500 corporations and sort of everything in between. And I represent them in lawsuits that are being brought against them often by their current or former employees for work-related disputes, things like wage and hour claims, retaliation claims, claims of harassment and discrimination, claims about not providing appropriate leave. <clears throat> and so as part of my work, I also represent individuals um, when they're being sued by current or former employees. And I represent schools in Title IX um, cases and other matters that are sometimes brought against them by students or sometimes by faculty or staff, usually related to employment issues, but sometimes related to sort of tangential issues. What are some of the cases that you've handled? Well, I have, as you know, Scott, have quite a few war stories that I could share, but this is probably not the appropriate form for doing that. But just to give you a flavor of some of the cases that I've handled, I defended Santa Clara University in an age discrimination case that was brought by a former senior lecturer who did not have her uh, contract renewed because of programmatic reasons and she sued for age discrimination. I also helped the Silicon Valley startup company represent itself um, against a pregnancy discrimination claim by, brought by one of its former vice presidents. I defended a large group of physicians in an employment case where the plaintiff, who was a former physician there, left the practice to start a concierge medical practice and then turned around and sued my client, claiming that they had breached an employment agreement with her and that they had retaliated against her for raising concerns about patient cares. So there's a lot of different issues that I have handled that fall into this employment spectrum really interesting cases. Now, some people might hear what you just said and think that you helped a bunch of organizations mistreat a bunch of innocent individual victims, leaving them empty handed. Is that right? Not at all. Um, all of those cases were fairly litigated. And at the end of the day, either the judge or the jury or an arbitrator agreed that what happened to the individuals was not the fault of my clients. That's the system getting things right. And I was proud to be a part of those cases. What are some of the virtues of representing clients like yours? 
Well, I strongly believe that every defendant is entitled to a vigorous defense. I've seen more cases than I can really count where my client has been sued by someone who just had their feelings hurt or there was a big miscommunication or sometimes, quite frankly, they just want a quick payday. The vast majority of my clients are not in the business of litigation. They have lots more important work to be doing, like spending uh, time focusing on the products that they're developing or treating the patients that they try to serve. And what they don't want to be doing is spending time and money on litigation. It's not fun for anyone and it takes away from what they're really trying to do. So I would just say that, you know, one of the virtues that I see is trying to help my clients get the best resolution possible so that they can get back to doing the real work that they want to be doing. And what about cases where your clients are actually liable? Especially in the employment context, that it's usually not as black and white or clear cut as that. My job is to provide the best defense possible for my clients. If I think that there is a risk of exposure because perhaps they did something that a judge or a jury or an arbitrator may view as a violation of the law, then I see my job as uh, being required to let my client know about those risks and trying to help them resolve that um, in the best way possible. And if that doesn't work, then I help them put on the best defense possible. You don't want to be in a system in which only the plaintiff gets to tell his or her story and put on evidence and make arguments. You don't want that any more than a system that does the same thing for defendants. You don't want a system in which both sides put, sorry, what you want is a system where both sides put on the best case possible and you let the judge and the jury decide where, where things lie. Only then can you be confident in the integrity of the system, win or lose. Are there error risks in that system? Are there, for example, defendants who are liable in fact, but nevertheless, and perhaps because of amazing lawyers, they're able to avoid that liability in court? You know, again, most, most employment cases aren't that clear cut. They aren't that black and white. Sometimes it does come down to the quality of the lawyers. But usually what it comes down to is the facts and how they are harnessed, you know, for both sides. In general, I think the system gets it right most of the time, at least within the right range. And it's the combination of everyone's efforts, defense counsel, plaintiff's counsel, the court, and just preparation that gets us there. What other legal services do you offer to your clients? So I don't provide just litigation. Litigation happens, as you know, when a dispute has already arisen. But what I also do is I provide a lot of counseling to my clients regarding actions that could give rise to a dispute in the future or that can help them just avoid a dispute in the future. For example, I offer trainings to companies on how to comply with discrimination and workplace laws. I also counsel and advise them when specific risks arise. You know, say a company hires an employee with a physical disability and the employee is requesting a particular kind of accommodation. I might provide guidance and counseling to my employees on how to get through um, that and, and address that with that employee so that hopefully they can avoid litigation in the future. This is an important part of my role. It's, try, it's trying to avoid disputes before they arise. And I, I think that's good for everyone. What do you find most fulfilling about your work? 
things to keep in mind is that I'm not just representing faceless companies. Businesses are made up of real people who are often trying to do the right thing and who usually are trying to do the right thing and make the world a better place in their own way. When I help, for example, the director of human resources for a company make sure that the company is appropriately paying its employees, or when I prove that the, a director of human resources fired an employee because of misconduct rather than because of alleged discrimination, I feel like I've done justice for the company and for those people, and even for the other employees. And when I can get my clients back to doing the work that they are intending to do, then that's when I feel most fulfilled. Usually at the end of the day, my clients will say to me, hey, I really liked your representation. You did a great job, but I hope I never see you again. And we, and we all have a little chuckle over that. And I, I actually hope for that too. And it, I never take offense by that because that's my goal for them as well. Marcy, thanks so much for being on the show and explaining why corporate law is a noble profession. Thanks so much for having me. I had fun. This episode was produced by the Center for Litigation and Courts at UC Hastings College of the Law. If you enjoyed this episode of Litigation Briefs, I hope you'll tune in to future episodes. In fact, I hope you'll consider subscribing to our YouTube channel and audio podcast, which can be accessed through the Center for Litigation and Courts website at sites.uchastings.edu CLC. While you're at it, encourage a friend to do the same. This is Litigation Briefs, respectfully submitted, Scott Dodson.